I've spent the last few years working for one of the largest shockwave clinics in North America, and I've learned a thing or two about the power and untapped potential of regenerative medicine. But the march towards a future where sickness is healed from its root cause is challenged by the influence of big pharma and their deep pockets. So now we're forced to answer questions like, how do we get rid of joint pain, take back our performance in the bedroom, and heal diseases from the inside out without band-aid medications or negative side effects? This show will give you the answers. Follow along as I interview the world's top experts and doctors and how they transform their lives and their patients' lives using the newest advances in biotechnology. I'm your host, Austin James Wolf, and you're listening to Modern Biotech Radio. Hey, what's up, Modern Biotech Pioneers? Okay, so today I'm talking about something that really got me angry. I, like, I read this and I was pissed. Uh, I was actually going to do today's episode on stem cell therapy and exosomes, but uh, we got sent this article and it just... I was infuriated by it, so I wanted to share it with you and and, uh, all the things that I think are wrong about it. Um, This is from a uh, healthcare group uh, full of uh, medical providers, doctors, urologists, uh, under the name of Hartford Healthcare. I originally wasn't going to call them out by name, uh, but I think I should because people should be warned uh, about this, and uh, I also want to uh, provide the source of it as well. So, uh, shockwave or P-shot for erectile dysfunction? Don't do it, is their article. And um, now, don't get me wrong. I think they're coming from a place of good intentions. I think that their logical argument for why you shouldn't get shockwave therapy, um, their their argument is uh, they're using a fallacy. Uh, and so I wanted to sort of expose this fallacy to you guys and leave you with a lesson at the end. So uh, just know that if it sounds like I'm attacking this uh, medical group, I am because <laughs> they're wrong, logically. Uh, and I just sort of wanted to explain why they're wrong. So... Uh, shockwave for P-shot erectile dysfunction. Don't do it, they say. Um, okay, so they say that, uh, why would you pay thousands of dollars for a treatment not yet approved by the Food and Drug uh, Administration? Um, let's see. Re- resist the temptation and high prices of quick-fix treatments lacking federal regulatory agency approval. Um, okay, shockwave therapy. Uh, It's known formally as low-intensity extracorporeal shockwave therapy for patients of erectile dysfunction. The therapy increases blood flow to the penis and promotes new blood vessel growth. Um, uh, In March, the Sexual Medicine Society of North America, so not Hartford Healthcare, but the Sexual Medicine Society of North America, a bit more, um, how do I say this, credible than Hartford Healthcare, says that uh, there is robust basic science evidence in multiple animal studies, okay? Warn the potential shockwave patients should be fully informed and consented regarding the potential benefits and risks. Obviously, that makes sense, right? Here's the thing, though. Most of the clinical studies, um, if not all of them, demonstrate an improvement of sexual performance, uh, erectile function, and uh, basically say that there's little to no negative side effects. There isn't any side effects, but they have to say little to none, even though there is none. Uh, I take that back. Sometimes you'll see slight bruising, um, on the penis, nothing damaged, nothing good. Uh, the other side effect is improved sexual, uh, sorry, improved erections, which can improve your sexual performance. That's it. More blood flow to the penis, period. Um, that's what all these studies have been demonstrating. However, uh, they go on to say that, um, uh, because it's not FDA approved, you shouldn't use it. And that's where the fallacy of the argument is. They then, uh, go on and explain how there's other FDA approved treatments. And I'm going to read these out because this is very important. They say, uh, these treatments have been tested and proven safe for the treatment of erectile dysfunction by the FDA. Oral medications such as Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, Stendra, uh, vacuum erection device, um, 
intraurethral suppository. Uh, I believe that's where you inject something into the actual head of the penis. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, this is the only one I'm unclear about. Penile injections like Trimix penile prosthetics. Wow. So FDA uh, putting a, a prosthetic into your, pe- cutting your penis open and putting a prosthetic into it is FDA approved apparently. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and then they say uh, that these approved treatments are used on an as needed basis, but don't treat the underlying cause of ED. Right. They're band-aid medications, right? Tips when, uh, and then just to finish off the article, they say tips when seeking ED treatment, do your homework. Uh, when seeing a doctor for erectile dysfunction, ask about the background, ask what technology they'll be using, know all costs before you agree to treatment. Okay. So that's basically their article. And the, uh, the claim that they're making is, okay, if a treatment is not FDA approved, you shouldn't do it. Right. That that's, that's sort of the claim they're making. I couldn't more strongly disagree. Now here's, here's where the fallacy is. They're saying FDA approval equals effectiveness effectiveness and safety that's the claim they're making which is the basis of this entire article okay and uh that's a fallacy which i'm going to attack so by attacking this fallacy it deconstructs their entire argument you're going to see why so there this whole article is based on the claim that fda approval equals and is undisputable that fda approval equals effectiveness and safety again that's the claim in this article so um, that is a fallacy. There are tons of FDA approved drugs that kill people every year. So how are they safe? I want you to ask that question to yourself. If there are drugs and certain treatments that are FDA approved, yet people die from them every year, is it infallible that FDA approval equals safety? It deconstructs the entire argument. FDA approval does not equal safety just because something is FDA approved doesn't mean it's completely safe. Otherwise, people wouldn't die every year, right? So that's point one. Point two, um, if something is FDA approved, therefore it's effective. Uh-uh. <laughs> nah. I mean, look at, if you're on the, if you're watching YouTube right now, here are the different um, types of treatments that are FDA approved, oral medications. Um, the blue pill doesn't really work for everybody. Vacuum erection devices, it pumps blood flow to that area as long as you have the erect the device on your penis, it doesn't reverse erectile dysfunction at all. Um, penile injections, you're injecting chemicals into your penis, which have been known to create scar tissue and cause Peyronie's disease. Not safe. Um, sometimes they don't work either. So not always effective. Oh, and then penile prosthetics. I mean, sure. If you count an erection as when your dick is hard, I mean, do you really want to count putting a prosthetic into your penis as as an effective treatment for erectile dysfunction? What if you could reverse ED without cutting your dick open and putting something in it, right? So the FDA, I did a whole episode on the FDA and how they approve things on an earlier episode. So I'm not gonna go into full detail on that. You can just literally read everything that the FDA website has (laughs) or watch the episode, listen to the episode, and I can read off to you what they have on their website. But basically the rule of thumb that the FDA uses is when they approve a drug or device or treatment, the benefits have to outweigh the risks. That's the rule of thumb. I want you to listen to that very carefully. Benefits outweigh the risks. Not that there's no risks, mind you. They didn't say that. There are still risks in things that are FDA approved. They're just saying that the benefits outweigh the risks. Will it work? Is it effective? I don't know. The FDA doesn't know, but they say that, okay, a certain percentage of people are seeing an improvement 
uh, and the downsides are very minimal. So the benefits outweigh the risk, you're FDA approved, right? That's basically how it works. Doesn't mean it's completely effective. Doesn't mean that there might other might be better treatments out there, right? And the FDA also uh, can't approve anything natural. An apple, for instance. Um, how, how many of you guys think the, uh, the an apple is FDA approved? Anyone? Show hands. No. Uh, an apple is not FDA approved, right? So conversely, the claim that they're the claim that's what I'm saying is, um, and this isn't an opinion. This is just a logical argument that I'm making. The logical argument I'm making is FDA approval does not necessarily mean something is safe and effective. That is the logical argument I'm making, right? And there's tons of proof out there of people dying from drugs that are FDA approved. So FDA approval does not equal safety, okay? Um, and FDA approval does not equal effectiveness, right? Because there's tons of there's tons of people where FDA approved drugs don't work for, okay? So therefore, FDA approval does not equal safety and effectiveness, right? Conversely. Now, the opposite is also true. Just because something is not FDA approved does not mean it's not uh, safe and effective. So um, I know I just threw three negatives at you. I'm kind of confused, but uh, let me break it down for you. An apple. How many of you guys think an apple is good for you? Yeah, there's superior clinical evidence showing that apples are pretty damn good for you, right? And their risks are very minimal, very minimal. You, no one died from eating an apple a day unless they were allergic to apples, right? So of course there's always an exception in cases, but an apple isn't FDA approved. Is it safe and effective? Actually, yes. So just because something is not FDA approved doesn't necessarily mean it's not safe or effective, right? So here's the claim I'm making. FDA approval doesn't actually mean anything, okay? Uh, if, if it doesn't actually... It basically, it's it's the agency giving their stamp of approval, right? Now, what does that actually mean? It's their opinion uh, that this new drug or device has benefits that outweigh the risks, and it has to be man-made. So they can't give their stamp of approval on fruit or vegetables, which there's tons of uh, clinical evidence showing that vegetables are one of the healthiest things you can put into your body and can reverse a lot of stuff that you would otherwise have to take pills for, right? Like high blood pressure and diabetes. Um, so that's that's the logical argument. Uh, I'm making is just because something isn't FDA approved doesn't mean it's safe or it works. Uh, Hartford Healthcare seems to think that uh, only things that are FDA approved are safe and, and they work, regardless of what the clinical evidence says. So here's the claim that I'm making. No one's opinion matters. Not mine, not your doctors, and not the FDA's, especially not Hartford Healthcare's. None of those opinions matter. The only thing that matters is scientific evidence. That's it. Period. That is the whole point of this show. You can listen to me or anyone else ramble on about their opinions and anecdotal stories about, hey, uh, I mean, here's an anecdotal story for me. I helped run the largest shockwave uh, therapy treatment. Uh, sorry. I helped run the largest shockwave therapy clinic for sexual performance and reversal of erectile dysfunction and Peyronie's disease in North America, the single largest one in North America. Anecdotally, we have seen more people reverse their erectile dysfunction and reverse their Peyronie's disease than any other treatment we could have given them. And it reverses it and they come to us and they tell us, hey, I'm so grateful for you. You saved my marriage. It was in shambles. I couldn't get intimate with my wife. Now I can. I'm getting morning wood every morning. That's anecdotal evidence. That's great. You can listen to me, you know, scream until the cows come home about how great this thing is and how it's literally changing lives and curing people of their erectile dysfunction. But again, that's only anecdotal evidence. What you need to rely on, 
You, listening to me right now, you have me in your ear, you're watching me right now, what you need to rely on is not my opinion, not your doctor's opinion, not the FDA's opinion. I'm going to get tons of, um, I'm going to get tons of kickback for saying that, but what I think is absolutely even more important than your doctor's opinion and the FDA's opinion is the scientific evidence. The FDA has been wrong. Your doctor has been wrong before, but scientific evidence is fact. Science is fact. Science is an indisputable fact. Okay, so you should rely on facts and scientific evidence above anything else. Okay, where can you find? You're probably thinking, okay, that's great, um, but my doctor told me about this. Where can I find the clinical evidence? Uh, <laughs> it's called PubMed.gov. Even the government wants to help you discern uh, between opinions and facts. And so you can literally look up clinical studies uh, on this new medication that your doctor's recommending. On shockwave therapy for treatment of erectile dysfunction. There's dozens and dozens of studies proving it fucking works with no side effects. So, uh, anyway, I got so heated when I read this because there's so many, dare I say it, uneducated doctors out there. No, don't get me wrong. We love doctors who actually educate themselves and read clinical studies and listen to science rather than what they were taught in medical school and blindly believe that for the rest of their life. But doctors and urologists who actually keep up on new learnings and new studies uh, and new evidence that's coming out for certain treatments, right? So we love, I'll take it back. It's not that we love or hate doctors and urologists. We love providers. Sorry, let me take that back even, let me take it back a step further. We love people that listen to scientific evidence, period. You can be a doctor and not listen to scientific evidence. You're wrong. You could be a doctor and you do listen to scientific evidence. Good for you. You're actually going to be helping your patients. You can be uh, someone who works for the uh, Food and Drug Administration and not listen to scientific evidence and be swayed by maybe money, right? You're wrong. Or you can work for the FDA and actually read the clinical studies. Awesome. Good for you. Give your stamp of approval. But anyway, I just want to leave this lesson out to you guys. You shouldn't trust anyone's opinion, not even your own, not mine, not your doctor's, not the FDA's. Maybe you can trust them if you want, but they have been wrong before. What isn't wrong is scientific fact, and I think you should value that above all else, okay? Now, do I have facts supporting that opinion? No, uh, but it is of my opinion that you should trust scientific facts above all else. So anyway, guys, Sorry for the heated episode. If I offended you, good. Let me know in the comments. Um, and uh, for those of you listening, I, I really, this is the entire message of the show, Modern Biotech Radio. I, I, I want to beat this message into your head. I want to beat this into your, uh, your doctor's head. You should rely on scientific evidence and clinical research above all else, period, regardless of whether it's FDA approved. Again, like I said in the beginning, just because something's FDA approved does not mean it's safe or effective, okay? It can still kill you. Okay, it can still not work for you. FDA approval is literally just the bureau's stamp of approval. Doesn't really mean anything. It's just their opinion, right? Because yeah, they may have looked at some clinical studies. It's still their opinion. Like, okay, this is great, um, but they can't. Again, they can't prove. Uh, they can't approve natural occurring substances like like apples or um, actually shockwave therapy. You can't. You can't approve shockwave therapy. Uh, you can class. You can clear a device for a certain treatment methodology. Um, but you can't approve anything that occurs in nature with the FDA because that's not their job. Their job is to give a stamp of approval to man-made things like drugs, right? So again, that's why they, you don't see any apples that are FDA approved. You don't see any fruits or vegetables that are FDA approved. They, they just can't. It's not their job, right? It's food. Food's food. It's not a drug. Um, so anyway, uh, that's my little rant. Uh, again, if you're a doctor listening to this and you just got offended 
good, 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 good. I want you to be offended. I want you to start looking into the scientific evidence behind things. Just because something is not FDA approved does not mean it's not safe. Does not mean it doesn't work. Okay. There are tons of things out there that are not FDA approved that are safe and they are effective. They are proven with these clinical studies. Okay. So um, again, that's the whole basis of the show. Uh, clinical studies are the foundation of everything. Uh, scientific evidence is the foundation of everything, not anyone's opinion. So uh, anyway, guys, hope that helped. You and I are slowly dying as we age, but that's common knowledge. What isn't common knowledge is that you can actually reverse the damage that aging has done to you. We develop joint pain, hair loss, lung problems, but many of our patients have actually reversed these problems using the latest breakthroughs in biotechnology. If you'd like to know what biotech we're using on ourselves, our families and our patients, and how you can use it to transform your body and change your life, just go to modernbiotechradio.com. Now, you might be thinking, does this stuff actually work? Well, it does not work for everybody. So if you'd like to learn if this could work for you, just go to modernbiotechradio.com. You might also be thinking, if this works so well, why hasn't my doctor told me about it? That's a good question, and the answer is a bit complicated. Maybe they're too busy helping patients to keep up with the newest clinical studies and advances in medicine and biotech. Or maybe they just haven't started doing it yet, but want to. Back in the day, we didn't know about these advances, but once we learned about them, we read the clinical studies and started doing it in our own practice. Once our patients started getting results, unlike anything we've ever seen before, we never looked back. So. If you'd like to learn the latest advances in biotechnology and how you can use it to reverse aging and feel young again, just go to modernbiotechradio.com. You can learn all about these advances and even join our private community full of others that love biotech. Oh yeah, this is completely free, no strings attached. All you have to do is just go to modernbiotechradio.com. I'll see you there.